Hey folks, welcome to Bring Your Own Lawn Chair. This is JP. Today we have a very special guest. He helps fund the liver transplant of a man named Ian. He has been featured on the King and the Sting podcast, which is a podcast I love. He lost more than, you know, 200 pounds, and that's more than most 22-year-olds. Um, and he's just a legend. He's a good guy, and he has a lot of motivational quotes that I think you'll find very intriguing. So without further ado, give it up for George Harris. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. That's hey, sweet. Awesome. <laughs> How's it going? Oh, it's going well, you know, living the f***ing life. Yeah? Dude, I bet. I bet that's awesome. I tried to make uh, a few questions and stuff, but... <laughs> yeah, so let me see where I, I can start off here. Um, Let's see. Dude, it feels like I'm talking to a celebrity right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't see it like that. I just, I feel like a fan like anyone else that just so happened to get a little bit of eye on me, you know? Yeah, exactly. No, but uh, I've been interviewing people for the radio station I work at here. And it's like, it's weird because when you meet somebody in person, you're just like, oh, they're just another human. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's wild. But um, where are you at right now? I'm a little south of Chicago, so. Yeah? Yeah. It's called, it's a little place called Kankakee. Kankakee. Yeah. Not too exciting, but it's close enough to the big city. Nice. I'm like a little bit near Omaha, Nebraska, I guess. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Got um, some corn fields out there. <laughs> you know it. That's what we on. We love our corn here. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that where you grew up? Yep, I grew up in the same town my whole life. Yeah, heck yeah, same same thing over here, you know. <laughs> but uh, I guess uh, is, did you like go to college there? Or? Um, instead of going to college, I decided to start working. So like, my dad's disabled, so I take care of my dad for the state of Illinois. Oh really? So, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's it's pretty decent. I know you have a, you have like a GoFundMe on your Instagram for a guy with a liver transplant. Uh, yeah, that is a, she, so his, that guy's sister is Jenna Sunday, and she was one of the producers on the Bad Friends podcast with uh, Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee. Okay. And before I sent a video into King and the Sting, I sent uh, videos into Bad Friends with about the same message, the same story, not the same inspiration because Brendan was my big inspiration. But I sent a video to them because my friend bought me a Bad Friends shirt for Christmas and he had to get it like uh, like a black market one because I was so large, they didn't have my sizes. So I sent it to them with my little story, like, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm sorry for the fake T-shirt, but it's motivation, blah, blah, blah. And they were the first person to put a couple clips of me up. That is and sweet. that was all because yeah. of Jenna. Yeah. That's awesome. And you're doing it for a good cause, which is, you know, like at least you're posting it out there, helping somebody out. I like that. I'm trying to. You know, I, I picked up like a thousand followers in a day. Like I went from yeah. like 600 to 1600. So I was like, I might as well try to say something to these people, you know? Yeah, you got a platform to do it. 
at least like a thousand followers in one day that's a platform to me you know yeah same <laughs> yeah dang well, that's just wild um do you like have any of your own podcasts are you trying to do podcasts of your own uh, no, I've had a lot of different people, like, at least personally in my life, as soon as they saw me on a major podcast platform, they were like, let's all start a podcast together. I bet, but, I bet. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I mean, like, there needs to be at least a little bit of a premise. Like, you can't just be a bunch of buddies sitting around saying bullshit. Like, you can, but right. that only gets you so far. <laughs> all right. So this, this is actually, uh, I have my own podcast going. And it's kind of mm-hmm. just been me. The first few episodes, I uh, linked up with this guy from Uganda. Um, okay. And we got a GoFundMe going for him. And the country there just doesn't really care about him. Like, they're, like, completely independent there. So we yeah. raised, like, 120 bucks for him. So, That's I mean. super awesome. Yeah. And at first, I thought it was, like, a scam because, you know, you got a guy from Africa hitting you up for money. Sounds pretty scammy. <laughs> but secret prints yeah we facetimed we you know we've called each other and i've talked to the kids like he basically runs an orphanage and it's just a oh, bunch yeah. of hungry people yeah so it's it's crazy i'm i think i'm doing good things for them and and that's where i'm at with this podcast we're on like this would be episode 11 okay that's yeah. awesome yeah yeah just uh send me that uh link when you're done and i can post it on my story too okay yeah thanks boss um but uh you know a little bit more about you uh george harris you know uncle george why uncle george um i got uh nine nieces and nephews so yeah i became an uncle when i was three so literally ever since i can remember people been calling me uncle george and as i got older like with all my friends they thought it was more funny to be like what's up uncle g what's up uncle george yeah so then it just kind of started fitting in more that's pretty sweet yeah i'm not even an uncle yet but my dad just got married yesterday like i was telling you so that's interesting (laughs) well he was down in tampa and i was just at work and uh, i knew he was going to get married obviously they haven't planned it forever but covid kind of set him back so they were just like you know what, instead of like, this is the third schedule for their wedding. They're like, you know what, we're just going to do it. We're just going to get it over with. And then we got a reception tomorrow. So, but yeah. Yeah. Um, how was it even like meeting, you know, those dudes? Like, I bet it was a little starstrucky at first, you know? At very first it was. Cause like I walked up to their studio which in my brain, everything in LA is like big and fancy. You know, I, I, that was the first time I ever left the Midwest. So I get there and it's just like, it's like a really nice, but like a big ass office building. And I'm like, Whoa, what the is going on? I see all these nice ass. I see like Brendan's nice ass car in the parking lot and and I'm like, this is nuts. And I got to meet Nick. Nick's super awesome. Uh, I got to sit and talk with him. Chin came in, Christian. And then I had to hide in the back for like an hour. So then I was just alone for an hour in Chappelle Lacey's new podcast studio. So I had like an hour to try to get all my nerves and jitters out as best as I could. Yeah, dude, that, oh, that'd be, it's like waiting in the doctor's office for her to come back or him say some news, you know? (laughs) Dang. 
It's crazy. It, it's literally like these are people that for three, four years I spend hours a week watching. Yeah. And like, yeah. like, and like Brendan, he's so kind, like, because obviously, you know, he's a millionaire. He has a lot, he, a lot of hard work that he did that he got himself in a great place in life. And like, I'm sitting there telling him about like, I, I'm a little broke, but I bought these $250 shoes. And he's like, damn, for real. Like he's making me feel good about like little stuff that like he doesn't have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It was just so cool. Like, they, seem, they always seem like they're, they're one of like just regular day people, but they got all that money. And I'm like, that, that's the, those are the rich people I respect, you know, people that don't like, I work as a server and mm -hmm. one time I was washing my hands in the bathroom and there was this customer and then he walked up, he was like, <clears throat> and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, <clears throat> and I'm like, what? And he's like, Hey, can you uh, open the door for me to like, to leave the bathroom? And I'm like, I still got soap on my hands and shit. So I'm like, dude, <laughs> get it yourself. You know what I mean? Some people are just, you know, over the top with their money, but yeah. And like when I was talking to everyone behind the scenes, uh, they because obviously Brendan's busy, he can't spend a whole you know twenty four hour make a wish day with me, but like <laughs> they were just like, yeah, Brendan since he met Brian Callen, this is everything that he's been about is just being genuine and kindness. Like he they they all accredited it to Brian Callen, so that's really awesome. I didn't get to meet Brian, but. Hopefully, uh, when I, Brendan invited me back for his uh, uh, special taping in Dallas to come hang out again. So hopefully I get to meet more of, uh, of the crew then too. Yeah, yeah. Brendan took you somewhere, right? Yeah, uh, they, after LA, they had me fly out to San Antonio because he was playing the Bud Light Court Center, which is right outside the Spurs arena. So I got the hang out backstage i got to meet all the openers Chappelle, david lucas justin i got to meet uh uh brennan shop's big brother jay jay was so sweet he he was just he was trying to shoot the shit me for like the whole time i'm there like asking about every little thing i don't know it just it was just so awesome i bet i bet those memories you will never forget too that's like that's wild to me and but, like uh, another like another thing with it like it's just the, I don't, I don't know. I don't get to experience the world a lot, but the world just showed me so much kindness. There hasn't been a lot of like negativity that came from this. Maybe like one or two comments, but like for the most part, everything has been like so supportive and nice. Well, it's you get what you give and like you're taking care of your dad. You're taking care of all your nieces and nephews. You know, I'm a firm believer in like karma in a way. So, you know, I think that you definitely deserved it. That's for sure. And uh, speaking on that, like you being such a like cool dude, uh, I don't know. I feel like my audience doesn't know you that well, but I, you know, I'm a I'm a big fan. I know you lost a lot of weight. Like, do you want to like explain that to my people? Okay, yeah. So the reason I got hooked up with all the podcast people is because uh, my 21st birthday. So that was. Uh, 2020 may the last day of may 2020 i was 451 pounds i've been 450 pounds since like 
17, 16. Like, it's just, I've always been big. I was born big. My whole childhood, I was morbidly obese up until adulthood. Just constantly morbidly obese. And I was, you know, with Corona, I was inside, I was stuck. I was a little bit scared for the world because it was still the first couple months. You know, now we're veterans, but yeah, at the beginning, we were a little, we were buying toilet paper and shit. it was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but, <dude>. uh, <laughs> so I'm sitting there and that's right when Brendan's co-host had some legal issues. So he wasn't on the show. So they, he had uh, a guy named Mike Catherwood on, who's a big fitness guy. And they were talking about fitness so much that it literally just inspired me from sitting there to be like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try dieting. I'm going to start with just dieting because it's hard to be mobile at 451 pounds. And I said, I'm going to start by doing the bare minimum at least. So I cut my calories from 2,000 to 1,800. 1800 to about 1400 and then from there i started cutting out all sugars and carbs and went to keto and from there from last may it's october 21 now i'm down 212 pounds that is that is just wild that's so wild 451 to right now i'm 240 on the dot so Wow. Yeah, your family must be proud too. Yeah. It like, like that it, is it's so a mix, sweet. It's a mix of like, I bet you can't believe you were like that to like, I'm just so proud. Of, like every time they see me, it's just the same thing. And yeah. like compliments are weird. I still feel like I'm not where I want to be. So like, I don't, I don't know. I can't, I can't absorb the compliments probably like I should probably like self-image issues or whatever yeah i feel like like, we're not nobody's where they want to be you know what i mean there's always like if you're climbing a ladder there's always another step you just keep going like once you get to you know like a stepping stone you just Mm -hmm. keep on keep on riding and i respect that but dude it's seriously how it should be too yeah yeah until the day you die you know you you jump off the cliff i guess is what it looks like (laughs) yeah but this yeah you just got to keep climbing that ladder no, but that's seriously so cool of you. Like, I don't, I don't know a single person around me that has dedicated their life to being that like fit, losing 200 pounds. Like this is mind blowing. And I bet it is for a lot of other people. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a very low percentage of the world that has lost a whole entire John Jones weighing in for a title fight, you know? Yeah. <laughs> And like, honestly, it's not incredibly difficult. It's mentally difficult. Mentally, super challenging. Physically, not that hard. Just eat a lot less food and try to start moving around. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now, the hard part is, yeah, I can work out all day today. I can eat good today, but I got to wake up tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day and do everything over and over and over and over again. So that is the hard part. When you realize that your biggest challenge is time, that's when you start stressing. But you also got to realize that you can't do time. You can't dictate that. You can't make it speed up. You can't slow it down. So you just got to be along for the ride. Yeah, you can only be positive about time. If you're negative about time, time just going to go it's not going to go in your favor. That's for sure. Definitely not. 
Yeah. Like when I'm at work, I'll walk in and the first thing I'm doing is like, it's going to be a great day. I pointed all my coworkers. I'm like, you're going to have a great day. You're going to like, like Oprah giving gifts away. <laughs> but yeah. And then time just flies by and it's all about how you look at it. Like you said, it's all up here. That's hundred percent mental, mm-hmm. mental capabilities come first for sure. If you're going to do anything. So And like, it doesn't have to just be like some tremendous, like losing 200 pounds. It can be wanting to get a little, little more active. It could be wanting to start a hobby. It could be going back to school, getting a job, anything. You just, as long as you're doing what you know you can do every single day, just do it for a long time. And after a while, it's not, can I do it? It's how much I can do it. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's like lifting a, a five-pound dumbbell every day. It's like, how mm-hmm. much can I do? And then you're like, can I do more? Yeah. Like I like when I first started working out, being over 300 pounds, I had I would literally work out one day a week. And I would do some boxing, I would do some cardio. That was my one day a week. Now I work out six days a week and obviously everything has made improvements. You know, I'm not fucking Hercules. Brendan, he's deadlifting 600 pounds on his story promoting fucking you know, Colorado tour dates, but yeah. <laughs> I, I still try to go normal. I don't, I don't want to myself up. I just want to try to right. get better. <laughs> right. I've heard of so many people with injuries where like, you just got to take it one step at a time. Like the stepping stones, like what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I remember, uh, what was it? 2019. I was doing a hundred pushups a day. Uh, I did it for one. I think I did it for three months straight maybe three months, like a hundred days, hundred pushups a day. And, uh, I just got so jacked. I need to get back in that state of mind, but I was living in Hawaii. I was a camp counselor. I was mm-hmm. working 122 hours a day and, uh, or not 122 hours a week, 22 hours a day. And we had Saturdays off. Yeah, dude, it was wild to me. One of my friends was just working out there like, Hey, you want to come out here? I'm like, I'm dedicating all year. Like my mental was I'm going to Hawaii. I don't care what anybody else tells me. I'm getting there. The reason I'm home now is because of COVID, but, but yeah, uh, I was making a dollar an hour out there, but my only motivation was like, I got free housing, free food and uh, a lot of canned spam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just doing those pushups every day, man, that got me like, I, I had nothing else to do. I would read books to get away from the kids. Sometimes distract my mind and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and then I do push-ups, start working out, going to the gym to get away from the kids. There was like little things you could do to get away. Cause when you're with kids for 22 hours a day for all week is, you know, you got to go distract your mind. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Cause you got all those nieces and nephews. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be like, Hey kids, we're watching UFC today. I don't know. what's I don't know. <laughs> right, <laughs> you want right. to watch these grown men fight? You can't. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, that's good. You're like, hey, we're listening to NPR today. <laughs> and then they all leave. You're like, all right. Now we're here. You kids yeah. like Tony Hinchcliffe? I bet you do. Let's watch some random shit. Yeah. They'll just put like Bob Ross on. They just sit there forever and be like, oh. <laughs> These kids today, they don't appreciate no Bob Ross. They like Coco Melon. They like fucking yeah. 
they're like bullshit. <laughs> I yeah, had dude. Bill Nye. I had fucking the Wiggles. All that kind of the shit. The Wiggles. <laughs> what was that one guy? Uh, Blues Clues? Uh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what a wild time. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have anything you want to like tell the audience besides uh, what we've talked about so far? I would say the biggest thing, I kind of touched on it a bit, but like if there's anything that you want to change, just take it a day at a time and do as much as you can. And if you keep doing it over and over, you're going to reach there eventually. You know, if you can only take one step a day, if you take one step a day for a year, you'll reach a mile, you know, yeah. and it, it is what it is. No, These are wise words. Like, don't compare yourself to other people either. Like I can look at my body and look at Dwayne Johnson and be upset. Or I can look at my body and look at my body from a month ago and be like, damn, look at that hunk of hunk of, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Do you have a girlfriend at all? No, I don't. I've been single for like three years now, just focusing on myself. Yeah, good, good. Cause that's I had a girlfriend like three years ago and we dated for three years. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I'm 22 years old. You know, I'm not getting married till I'm 30 at least, but maybe, I don't know. We'll see where things go, but yeah, yeah. it is always good to focus on yourself because other people see that and they might be attracted to somebody that's focused on themselves. Yeah. uh, Like self-confidence is a huge attraction in ladies and growing up 450 pounds, you don't get a lot of that. So (laughs) anywhere that I can start growing and I'm taking it. Right. I feel like I was on the exact opposite of the spectrum. When I was younger, uh, I was like the smallest kid in the grade. The doctors were worried about me, like, you know, just being me. Mm-hmm. It was so I was like the the twig, you know, Hell like back yeah. in the day, if we were like standing next to each other in the same like photo, it'd be like we wouldn't even look the same age. You know? <laughs> That's how tomorrow we've probably been best friends still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I feel like we both got great heads on our shoulders. At least I know oh, you yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good message. This is a really good message to share out there. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's just life, man. I don't know. Just Everyone life. can do it. Right? Yeah. It's like driving down a, a road. You know, you just got to make sure your car is put together right and yep. trustworthy. And your your body is that car. Could be mm-hmm. any any terrain. You got gravel. You got the interstate. You know how's your car doing? That's the real question. And your car is your body. You just got to keep it keep it flowing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Um, I don't really have anything else to ask you, but I really do appreciate you hopping on here. And oh, always, always. <laughs> it was yeah. This is an amazing experience, and maybe we'll do it again sometime. You know. All right. Awesome. Definitely. Just let me know. Okay, cool. All All right. right, Have an awesome day, man. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Man, what a legend that man is. I love George. George says it best. You know, go do your thing. Be a good person. Strive to be the best possible person you can be. You know, every day is a new day. Every day is a new challenge. Wake up at sunrise if you want and go do your due diligence. (laughs) Um, yeah, but, uh, Go have a great day. Be an upstander. Don't be a bystander. Bystanders just watch. Upstanders actually act. You know, take care of people. Take care of yourself. And with that being said, 
Everybody have a wonderful day. Peace.